0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to From the Hip, our podcast gears to today's NFL and everything associated with it. Today is November 11th, 2023, and that means it's week 10 in the NFL. We've started the second half of the season, and it's already shaping up to be an exciting half. So let's not let any more time pass before we discuss the big games. Let me introduce you to the From the Hip crew. Gentlemen, welcome to the crew, guys. What's going on, everybody? Today, What's going on? Joining us today is Corey Thompson, who uh, likes purple on days that end with Y. Why?
1: I'm not a fan of purple. Y'all are making this crap up. <laughs> Just because teams I like wear purple, don't mean I like purple.
0: Mr. Justin Rodriguez, who only talks trash two times a day. Day and night. Day and night. <laughs> All day. And I'm your host, Anthony Rodriguez. The only one crazy enough to put these guys together. Gentlemen, how how, how are you guys doing?
2: Well, wow, man.
1: Well, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I can't glad you complain. could join us.
0: So let's talk about the game that just passed. We just had um a game on Thursday where we had the Chicago Bears against the Carolina Panthers. Normally I wouldn't even discuss this game because it wouldn't be worth our time. But being the fact that it was Thursday night football, let's talk about it. Plus, I have a couple questions for you. Chicago won the game 16-13. to 13. Almost lost the game, but Deontay Foreman, the guy who I've been highly touting, my star pickup <laughs> on the waiver wire, kept drumming along, drumming along, and he got the win for them. But the question I have is not about Chicago because Chicago won the game despite being down their quarterback, Justin Fields. Despite being down there. Running back Herbert, they still won the game. My question is about Carolina. So, just so, Mr. Just, let me ask you a question: Bryce Young, him losing and only having one victory so far this season, what does it say about Bryce Young? In
2: my per, in my opinion, I look at Bryce Young as He's he's fixing it. He's looking to looking looking to be a bust, man. The reason why I say that is because you're supposed to be the number one overall draft pick. You come in, you come in, with, they get they go get they all go out there, get you two receivers, they get you DJ Chart, they get you Adam Thielen, right? Yeah, you got no run game over there, in Carolina. You go get Miles Sanders it's supposed to be the workhorse, but he ain't really doing too much. And you, you, the offensive line isn't great, but they not horrible. Now the problem is I look at Bryce Young as the problem. Because there's no reason why an undrafted, undrafted quarterback coming out of the second round, come in and beat you on Thursday night football. Not, not like you said, no Justin Fields, no starting running back. Foreman coming off, coming off wherever they pulled him out of. So I don't see. I I'm looking to see why is Bryce Young playing the way he's playing because he's not putting up crazy yards. He's not putting up Stroud numbers. He's not. He's putting up 120. 130, 150 on a good day, maybe a touchdown or two. But the only score that they had in this game, it didn't come from Bryce Young, it came from the special teams. So what, what Bryce Young needs to either get it together and figure out how he can become the leader he's supposed to be, or Caroline's gonna be looking to draft another another quarterback real soon. So that's how I'm looking at it.
0: Hey, Corey, do you think it's a little bit premature?
1: I mean, we've seen this song and dance before. I don't want to say he's a bust yet because Carolina did go into sell mode. They've been in sell mode for a season from last season. So they were giving up players. I mean, look, they gave up DJ Moore. They gave up um, CMC. He has no run game, period. There is no run game in Carolina.
0: Miles Sanders and uh nah. who's no. Chubb right? Hubbard, Hubbard or, or
1: Chubb Chub or whatever. There is no run game, period. Mm-hmm. So you're you're forcing him to throw the ball. You went and got Thielen, who's old. Yes. Thielen's still a good receiver. He was putting up great numbers. He didn't have a great game. DJ Chark, uh, he's alright. So can he be a bust? I don't know yet. Let's let's let the season play out, see what happens, and then we can go from there. Because this is the NFL we're talking about. This isn't college football. This is NFL football. It's very difficult for this kid to be playing these games. I mean, he looked good against Miami for a couple quarters. He beat Stroud. But that's it. That's all we've seen. So we've got to see more. Yeah. He, he's got to have an opportunity that yeah, sometimes
2: the way the way i'm really what i'm saying is because you lost eight games now they're one in eight mm-hmm. and you barely beat Stroud you barely beat Stroud. well think you know, of of this way,
0: so. um one of the best quarterbacks in the league per you guys because you guys always talk about him is joe burrow his first 10 games in 2020, he went two, seven, and one. And looked awful doing it. Mind you, his second year, he went to the Super Bowl.
1: But he got injured that year, didn't he? Yes. Yeah,
2: his
1: his son, he rookie year. He looked terrible. Yeah, he got injured.
0: But yeah, yeah he, he looked look bad. He you know, I terrible, use right? that excuse too often with with Joe Burrow. He has bad games. We talk about him being injured. Oh, but he was injured. Shouldn't have played.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying he was injured that season, so he didn't get enough games under his belt. Yeah. But then he they went out and season. they got him Jamar Chase. He only Chase, played 10 so games.
0: They got him Jamar Chase. And I yeah. he went to
1: 7 and 1. Those yeah. are games they, they mean,
2: went, great. Then, then they drafted Jamar Chase and then he went to Super Bowl. But my question um, is do you think a one receiver is going to go change that for, for Bryce Young? Or is it I more? Think,
0: I think anything would help. I mean, at this point, his number one receiver, who had 10 targets on Thursday, was Adam Thielen. This is a guy the Vikings said, hey, you
1: can have him. You got a bag of potato chips? You can have him. The Vikings got rid of Thielen because he's getting old, and he would have cost them money. Mm-hmm. And, they and that's J-Jets. the number one receiver so to this guy, that, Bryce Young. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's not in void. But he needs a run game. He needs somebody to who can actually move that rock mm-hmm. on their feet, you know, and then still feeling still good. He's just old and he, he's he got, he's got minimal tank like left in that minimal, a little bit of gas left in that tank Chark, I think he's all right, but he's going to need some help. I think he's going to need a tight end. So that's what they need to really look at getting him and another good receiver. Another good pair of hands and a running back and maybe a left tackle.
0: It Sounds to me like he needs an entire new offense. Yeah. All right, then he's got a he's got a long way to go. But it's not his he fault. Does. But it's not his fault, and I agree with you. It's not really his fault. Although he well, is maybe an undersized he... quarterback, which does. And
2: that, that you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm about to be like, bro, he's undersized. He's, he's very undersized. Any,
0: he's any in the all off- bro.
1: That's yeah, so maybe he needed time behind a veteran. Well,
0: wow. he also needs to grow a lot. Literally.
2: He needs to grow, bro, cuz cuz you know, I say you plug Bryce Young, you take Bryce Young, you put him in any other offense, bro, I don't see a difference. I maybe maybe he went a couple games, but I don't see him. Yeah. I'm not very rare what you, would you see
0: a small quarterback thrive in this league. And even if they do well for a little while, how long is their longevity?
1: Small. Drew Brees. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. But look at him. He, he's, he's the rare. He's the Hall of Famer. And so would you even anomaly? look at Bryce Young and say he's the Hall of Famer? He
2: could be. Go ahead. Compare, compare him co- compare to someone who's the same height as him. Go ahead. Come, compare him to Kyle Murray. See, we'll, see what we got with there. But
0: Kyle Murray, by the way, also is coming back. back on Sunday, right? But yeah. with that
1: being said... This but the is new the Call of Duty drops. With
0: injuries. Why? Because of his size.
1: Not because of his talent. The new Call of Duty drops, so we won't see Kyler next week.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on to games that actually matter. Because one of the games that really, truly matters, probably one of the games of the week, San Francisco versus Jacksonville. San Francisco started the year out hot, as hot can be, 5-0. and But since then has cooled off dramatically. They've lost their last three games. And all of the believers are now hiding in the closet. Um, While Jacksonville has not slowed down. In fact, they're on a five-game win streak. They're one of the hottest teams in the entire NFL. London always does well for them. That just sparked everything up. Since then, they haven't stopped. And now they're back on their soil and still... Beating everybody up. Trevor Lawrence looks like uh, the quarterback we all knew he could be now that he's finally aged up a bit. That being said, San Francisco is coming in fully healthy. So I've got questions. Corey, Mm -hmm. who wins this game?
1: There's no excuses on this one now. It's not a who wins this game. It's San Francisco has to win this game. You dropped three in a row,
2: three.
1: Your defense has fallen out from that that upper echelon, three, five spot. Now you're ranked 10. Your offense is still is ranked four. You've got to come out and show everybody why. Why you're ranked number four on defense. They have to win this game. I know Mo is going to hate this, but I do see them winning. I don't see them going 0-4 over the last four games. They're going to break it. They're going to break Jacksonville's streak. They they have to win to remain relevant in the division. If they don't win, now they're going to be playing from behind, trying to catch up. Because I think we're probably in agreement that Seattle's going to win this week. Yeah. So Seattle wins. That puts them back even further. If, if Seattle doesn't lose.
0: win, it would be a highly yeah. um, it would be a high upset.
1: Right. It would. So they have to win. Mm.
0: So Justin, if San Francisco were to lose this game, how would Jacksonville be able to get that done?
2: If Jack you gotta run uh well, you got to mix it up. You can't – it's not no game plan. You come into this, this game where against Jacksonville, who can stop the run, who have the cornerbacks on their side, who have the safeties on their side, Fred Warner being the lurker that he is. Listen, you got to mix it up. You can't just run, run, pass, or pass, pass, run. It ain't going – you got to mix it up. Throw some play action in there. Throw a couple trick plays in there. You're going to need it. Your bag of tricks is going to come out this game. If you're going to pull this out of Jacksonville, bag of tricks going to have to come out, right? Now, in my opinion, I see Jacksonville taking this one. And I'm going to tell you why. Momentum is one hell of a drug. And they're going to try to steamroll 49ers straight through. I don't care about all the pieces, back. guess what? A Brock Purdy, his, you know, his ego a little hurt. You went, you started off 10-0 in the regular season, just lost three straight. People starting to question if you really who you are. They get told. You know the media over there in San Fran. They they talk they talk about Purdy every single day. Now Purdy got to live, you know. He's kind of he's kind of in that in that situation where Dak was in, like. But Dak has been doing it for four, for four or five years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Purdy's just now getting in this predicament. So I'm looking at Purdy to come in, do well. But I don't see him winning this game. He's going to rely a lot on CMC. But Jacksonville got a plan for that guy, man. Jacksonville's going to come in here with a game plan, and they're going to come and execute it. So I see Jacksonville coming out. I see him sneaking this one out. Been
1: by by seven. Well, one thing I I read this week is that their, I think their defensive coordinator, the 49ers defensive coordinator, decided to come down from the booth. Yeah, he wants to be on the field finally, and that's where they've been. <clears throat> that's where they've been really been lacking is on their yeah. defensive side of the ball. So I, I think we said this last week, you and I, Anthony, where we kind of blaming everybody's looking at Purdy as the issue. But to me, it's the OC and that defensive yeah. coordinator. The offensive coordinator is not calling good plays. The defensive coordinator is not calling good plays. I think if, just like you said, it for Jacksonville to win and they need to they need to mix it up, to the 49ers. Make yeah, Purdy use his legs yeah. a couple of plays. Let him let him, let him get a little bit scared. So now they have to put a QB spy out there, you know? Wait, That's but, way now a you know- less guy for CMC.
2: Right. The 49ers defense hasn't looked bad. You know what I'm saying? They haven't looked bad. They were ranked pretty high throughout the year until they started losing these games. But you know what it is? They're relying on talent. Like you said, they're not calling good plays.
0: They just got better. They just got better.
2: They, yeah. They're not calling good plays at all. They're relying on the talent of some of these players. These players know how mm-hmm. to read plays. Some of That's these right. players, you watch, if you watch, they know. Corner, he's not dropping in the coverage. He's watching QBIs. This is pure talent, pure film. This is what it is. It's not the play. He could drop back into single coverage, but once he sees he sees the running back take that momentum step to get that handoff, he's he's already driving downfield no matter what. So he's going to make the tackle in the backfield. But that's not the play. The play design was him to, to drop back and read the coverage. That was his job. So the, he, they, San Fran's been relying strictly on talent, not the plays. Mm-hmm. You're right when you say that because the plays is horrible. It's just straight talent that's winning these games. Yeah. So that's what that, so the coaching doesn't need to get better if San Fran wants to get right, but it's something about the way I feel about it is I see Purdy, Purdy got to come in with a clear mind and open heart to win this game. Because if he don't and he come in with a cloud over his head and what the what ifs, the the the, the sense of doubt that he comes in this game with, he will lose his game because Trevor Lawrence is not coming in like that. Trevor Lawrence is coming in with a mission to beat San Fran and make a statement in the yeah. AFC.
1: So Brock Purdy, watch this, yeah, this podcast. Is gonna, be, this is gonna be We believe in you. You <laughs> believe.
0: Do you believe? Do you believe? Yeah. Do you believe? Yeah. Let me hear him say yeah. Yeah Yeah. I yeah. hope he Do does watch it because honestly, um he has no reason to lose this game. He has his full team back, Debo's back. CMC is there. Ayuk is there. Um, You've got George Kittles, who was an underused weapon for the first five wins, and they finally woke him up, and he had a monster game the last game right before the bye. There's no reason why you're losing these games. None. You've got the team of all teams. That's why you were everybody's favorite to win it. So let's get it together. Even though I love Jacksonville and I would love to see them going deep, I just don't see them beating a healthy San Francisco team with everything on the same, you know, like they're playing on the same page. I don't see them doing it. Well, gentlemen, that leads us to Monday Night's game. Again, another game that I almost don't want to talk about, but I do want to talk about it only because it's Monday night throwing this in here now so we can get to the better games later but uh los vegas just come off of a big win against the giants they smacked them they smacked them bro it wasn't even funny and the jets we need this victory in order to even stay in the playoff hunt so justin can the jets beat the vegas Team or is Vegas still going to ride that new coach higher high that they've had since last week?
2: The Jets win this game. You bench Zach Wilson. What? Say it, Say it again. Say it again. You you bench Zach Wilson. You win this game. Wow. That's what do they
1: replace him with? Don't matter. Don't Aaron Rodgers in a wheelchair.
2: Don't matter. Ben Zach Wilson, go get go get the punter matter, because man. you don't have a backup. Zach
1: Wilson, well, they have another has backup. backup. They
2: have another backup. They have another backup. I just don't know his name. But start him. Don't start Zach Wilson. Point. He's the problem. That's the That's problem. He's the problem. <laughs> Zach Wilson is the problem, and you can't tell me he's not because he can't move the ball on offense. He came out. I'm not out, saying you nothing. That...
1: I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm laughing.
2: because yeah, Zach
1: Wilson,
2: the... bro, Vegas, Vegas, they're not a good team. They they got that new coach high right now. They got the momentum going. That's what it is. Is momentum is a hell of a drug. But they're not a good team. They're not. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams is not is not doing nothing there. I'm telling you. The problem is. That's what we'll say about Devontae
0: Adams because next year he'll he will be a jet. So watch your mouth.
2: That's good. That's good. I hope he does. But not when Zach wasn't throwing the ball. It's not you know Devontae
1: saying? Adams' fault. It's it not.
2: Like you said. But what yes, I'm saying they. is that what I'm saying, Zach Wilson cannot play this game. I don't know what he did. He hit his car on the way to work. Park it. Get put a boot on his car before his he gets car. there. You Do something because he cannot make his it there. Car. I'm t- listen. The Giants are game to tell Tommy me.
0: DeVito. Do
2: you need? I Tommy DeVito and rather, and playing for New York. And I and I rather Tommy DeVito come play for the Jets. And I guarantee you they play. They play better with Zach. Play with Tommy DeVito than Zach Wilson. I promise you, it's true because he can't move the ball. He can't move the ball, bro. Look at the last game when he played. When he played the Chargers last last week, did y'all watch the game? Did y'all watch it? Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, yeah.
2: Right. He can't He couldn't move the ball all half. He came out the locker room moving the ball. He came out the locker room moving the ball very well, throwing the ball deep, hitting the targets. And I'm looking. I'm looking. at him okay. That speech was something. That halftime speech. You know, that halftime speech put a little battery in your back. As soon as you get inside the twenty, you can't do nothing. Why? Why? Well, you you drove eighty yards on the field, but you can't. You inside the twenty, you can't execute. Why? Because the field got smaller. That's what you telling me. The window got a little tighter, so now you can't make you can't make plays happen. You can't tell me it's the receiver core because he got receive a receiver core. You can't tell me it's well, the running back.
1: The red zone is the most difficult part of the field yes. to play. Exactly, in. we all know exactly. That. It is. It so, is because the defense is tighter and it's closer. I'm going to say a couple of things. One, the the head coach. This week he didn't back Zach Wilson. I didn't yeah, like that should've. at all. So he should have. So I think Jack, Zach Wilson might come out and play with a chip on his shoulder this game. If you if you see this, Zach, you this is what you need to do. You need to put balls to the wall, pedal to the metal. What y'all ignoring?
2: What y'all ignoring is that he's been defending Zach Wilson since week one. He's been no, he had Zach Wilson since week one. And now but you have you're here week nine. Yeah, that's your choice. Yeah, but
1: you have nobody I get that,
2: But it's, like you, like we said before, it's getting harder and harder to defend him because he continuously disappoints week after week. He's barely, The games he's won, he's barely won. And it's not now, even him carrying the games. It's the defense carrying the games.
1: Yes. And I've said that earlier that their defense is amazing. They're probably the scariest defense in the NFL it's when the they, they play. The games. Now, with that said... The other issue is Brees Hall. We talked about that. Brees Hall needs more touches. If he gets more touches, they can win. That takes pressure off of Zach. That's what the coaches need to do. Now, I do want to say this. Las Vegas Raiders, the hell were y'all doing last week? Y'all win one game and y'all lose your mind. Y'all celebrate like you won a Super Bowl Mm -hmm. in the locker room. That's why they're going to lose. You can't go out there and celebrate like you won a Super Bowl because you won one game. Act like you been there fully. Thank you. You know, not thank you. It's been a long
0: time since I played football, but I do remember that when I was playing football, there was the greatest running back of all time playing, which was Mr. Emmitt Smith. And mm-hmm. the beauty of Emmitt Smith is that when he scored a touchdown. He didn't do um, a Tyreek Hill backflip. He didn't participate in any type of celebration. He just picked up the ball, handed it to the ref, and went back to his sideline because he always acted like he had been there before. Before. Professional. I'll be here again. I was here a few minutes ago. Guess what? We're going to run it down your throat again on the next possession, and I'm going to score again. And I'm going to do the same who, thing. Professional.
1: And who they beat who? The
0: Giants? Exactly. You beat and that's a nothing to cheer giant about. team without their quarterback um, who has been playing like the worst team in the league. Just because you I got a new coach and your coach is now 1-0. I hope the Jets come in and get New York revenge on y'all and hit you with a trash can.
1: Mm. I mean, I can understand, hey, it's this coach's first win as the head coach. You can celebrate a little bit, but the way they went about it, man, it cigars, like they, cigars, to, they made it look like they like a Super Bowl. That, that was, look, when Joe Shiesty The Gatorade didn't come boys. out on top of the coach. But when Joe Shiesty and those boys won the AFC championship two years ago, Went on to play the Rams. They had cigars, which they deserve. That's fine. You're going to a hey, Super Bowl. You're going to a Super Bowl. But you don't deserve cigars for beating the Giants. I'm sorry. You don't. And it was it's not even you beat the Giants, you beat a decimated Giants. Granted. I agree with you. But I do like Devonte Adams, and I hope to see him in the Jets uniform game passing from Aaron
0: Rodgers. Wait, I can't wait. I can't wait till next season. If the Jets don't make that happen. Something's wrong with you. You got a guy who wants to play for you. Quarterback wants him. Everybody wants this to happen. Make that trade. I don't care what you got to do. Pay the man. Pay the man. Give him some draft picks. They got the money. Give Aaron Rodgers a real wide receiver to throw to.
1: They should have the
0: cap space for him. Make the cap space. I don't care what you got to do. Here we go. Ready? Houston against Cincinnati. Now, this one's going to be a really interesting game. I'll tell you why. Okay, Cincinnati's surging. They're, it seems that they figured it out, gotten back to the old team. They're the scariest team in the NFL, people say, Houston, a young team, man. They got a lot. They got, they got to do a lot, and they still have a lot to prove. But they got this young stud of a quarterback who just threw for 450 yards last week, and he's on pace to being the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Easily. No doubt. Easily. So, I want to see how this game goes. I'm so interested in this game because you know what? Does Stroud have a chance at hell at stunning the world and beating the Bengals who may have taken him just slightly too light? Um... You're biased, Corey. Give me Justin. Talk
1: to me. I'm not
2: biased. <laughs> Listen, uh, you you hit it right on the head. You took the words right out of my mouth. Cincinnati cannot underestimate C.J. Stroud. You underestimate this Houston team. You going in there? Underestimate this team. This team will beat you. Now, since he has been on a ro- on a roll, and I think they're going to continue that role playing this game, right? Uh, Joe Burrow's going to move the ball offense. That's not the problem. The problem is that they need to stop Stroud. Right, you need to be able to get pressure on Stroud. I think you need to send an extra body, do what you got to do, or, or drop another one in coverage, cause it's, it's either or. You can't just play even. You can't be even. It can't. Be, you know what I'm saying? It can't be one on ones all game. You got to drop either drop an extra one back, or you need to send an extra one. You know, give it a little pressure, put a little pressure on on the kid. You know what I'm saying? That's how you win this game. Now I ain't really worried about the Cincy side because we're not really here talking about Cincy. We are talking about Houston, right? Houston wants to win this game. C.J. Shaw needs to come out and connect to every receiver. He needs to distribute that ball. He cannot only target Nico Collins and Tank Dell. He needs to t- – Dalton Schultz needs to be a factor in this game. The, the running backs need to get down in able to move the ball. I'm not, I'm, I'm not expecting them to run the ball down since he's throw. but the, the running backs definitely need to start running them routes and getting these check downs and getting these un- underneaths and getting the first down. It's going to be a game of who controls the clock. That's how I look at this game. This is not. Since he go come out and score fast, but Houston needs to control the clock the entire game and keep keep Joe Burrow off the field. That's how Houston wins this game. So that's how that's it's how that's my on take deck. on this game.
0: It's all hands on deck to beat the Bengals,
1: Corey. Yeah, how do you see? It? There's a few things you guys don't know, but I guess right now, T. Higgins out. Uh, Chase, he's been having back problems. Yeah, I heard Chase. So he's very Chase. questionable right now. So this game is going to fall on Irv Smith Jr., Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon for for the offense. Joe Burrow's warming up, as we've seen throughout this. CJ Stroud looks like he's maybe back to his first, like, what, what was it, four or five games of the season where he was 300 yards, 300 yards. He was going crazy. Houston's offense is ranked number nine. The Bengals offense is in the lower half, but that's because the first five games, Burrow wasn't playing. They're picking up steam. Um, The Bengals are giving up 30 more yards on defense than Texans, so they're kind of break even. But the Bengals defense, these last three games we've seen, they are looking really, really good. So I expect them to give Stroud a lot of problems, a lot of different looks, and they're going to lock up. I don't think they're going to lock up enough. I think it's going to be like 31-24, but I do see the Bengals win. I see Mixon carrying that workload because what I saw against Baker and the Bucks was no defense from the Texans. It was was straight shootout, straight shootout that game. Mm -hmm. There was no defense played on either side of the ball.
0: But that's what they bring to the table. It's offense. They're not bringing defense.
1: You can't play that game against Joe Burrow. And that Bengals defense will lock up when it needs to. When it really needs to, it does. So I I really think that the Bengals are going to pull this one out.
0: Well, they can play defense. That's what actually brought them to the Super Bowl a couple Mm -hmm. of seasons ago. And Bengals have always, like, they have a good offense now. But they've had a solid defense for several years. Let me
1: give you your clip. But but when they went to the Super Bowl, guess who they had at safety? <laughs> Who's that? Jesse Bates. Oh my
0: God. It's <laughs> Mo when I need him. For those me- by the way, let's uh let's address the elephant in the room. Mo, Mo is not here with us today because he has a family member who's ill, but uh, he'll be back. He'll be in. Shout out to Mo. I'm sure he's going to attack Corey for that Jesse Bates line.
1: I got something for you, Mo. When you come back.
0: (laughs) All right, let's get into the next one. One of my favorite teams this season has been the Lions. The Lions are playing the Chargers. Um, And you know, you guys already know how I feel about the Chargers. Super overrated team that everybody keeps waiting for them to turn it around and start winning games Um since I did go and I bypassed you Corey last one that's fine I'm going to come back to you first on this one now who wins okay. this game and
1: why uh, man that 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 is a tough one to go with this is going to be a hell of a game in my opinion, one hell of a game
0: in your opinion.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun
0: game to watch. I think I it's really going to be a fun game to watch, to watch, but I only really because really I'd like to see to the Chargers play. lose. Oof. Oh, they're going to they
1: lose.
2: They're going
1: to lose. Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of think they're going to lose as well. Lose. I think uh, man. that the, I do. I do. Man, I couldn't make because, your own wolf on this one. Nah, now nah, because no, the lose. way that Chargers defense they're not looking good. They're in the bottom tier of defenses in and the, the league. Have, and the Lions are have a great offense and a great. I say good. I'm gonna say great offense because I don't know about great defense because what Baltimore did to them was Baltimore, Baltimore is an elite they, team. Yeah, and Kansas City kind of put twenty one. Well, elite they have teams.
0: A, <laughs> Chargers are not an elite team.
1: All right, but the Chargers' offense is very explosive. But you know, on top of that, they don't have Mike Williams, their second wide right receiver, so they are hurt. Which the Chargers are always plagued by injuries, anyway. I believe so. No excuses there. back,
0: two, three,
2: right? Isn't he? Yep. that's why one. Yeah. It's the only reason why they win. Montgomery's back, <laughs> but Gibbs had a good game. Yes, he Gibbs did, did have, have a good game. game they finally, they back. finally they finally listened to the memes that they was getting on why they drafted Jameer Gibbs if you ain't going to use him. right? Montgomery's playing, which means you know what happens. The they Lions going to run it down their throat, bro. Jared Goff, rest your arm. You don't even need to use it. They finna, they finna work that boy, man. I'm trying to tell, tell you. You, what, though, you sat out three weeks? It. All right. I mean, Goff's
0: been playing wonderful.
1: Yes, he Drake has.
0: wins this game. Uh, you know, we're going to get to something later on, but let me tell you something. My choice so far... For our comeback player of the year, is Jared Goff? How? I know because, and, and I know he didn't <laughs> go. Anywhere. I know he didn't go anywhere, but he I went. Know. He went away in spirit. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't been relevant. He's very relevant. He,
1: I can see that because he hasn't been relevant since that uh, since that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Because yep. that He's year played, he played now. great. But you know who my pick for comeback player of the year is right now.
0: Who's that? Dobbs?
1: Dobbs. one of Dobbs. All
0: right. Well, the, from that game to probably the game of the week. Cleveland, Baltimore. This game is special. This game will be special I love, I, I because it, you've dude. got two it, of the best defenses in the NFL. And I don't want to say that Cleveland's offense is trash, but they have been winning games, so they're holding their own. Baltimore has an elite team altogether. So, but this is a divisional rivalry game. So all of that, yeah, this ain't, ain't no little game. Toss it because it doesn't matter because this one's going to matter a lot and and uh haven't they played this year
1: already
2: Yeah, they already played one. Yes, they played once. They one small one, correct? 28
1: right. to 3, but no watts in that game. No, no watts,
2: Watson. No watts.
1: I'll say that. So um this is you're looking at the number 1 and number 2 defense going head to head right now. Last game I <laughs> can I see Last game, Baltimore did really well at running and throwing, even though Lamar only had like 183 yards, maybe 20. No, I think he only had like 15 or so passing attempts. Hey, bro,
2: hey, bro, hey, bro. bro. We're not going to talk about last game, right? Move on. No, no, no. I'm talking yeah, about talking the last about- time
1: they faced each other. No, no, no. I'm saying- no, no. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. we'll yeah, talk about last
1: no, time. No, no, no. Last time they faced each other. Last time Baltimore and Cleveland faced each other. This is what I'm talking about. The Ravens kind of put them in the hole. So Cleveland had to go away from the run game. And I think whoever was the quarterback at the time, because it wasn't this the guy they've been using, he threw like 30 something times. So Baltimore put the pressure on them. I think Baltimore had four sacks. Browns had three sacks. You know, um, we had Andrews had two passing touchdowns, and then we had two rushing touchdowns as well. But um that's what you're gonna see a lot a lot of this game, a lot of defense, a lot of that grit, that grind, that old school football that we love, hard hitting defense. It's whoever can control the clock wins this game. And I think it's going to be Baltimore. I think we just have we have more weapons on offense and defense to do this job. The only person I'm really afraid of is Mr. Miles Garrett. That, like I said, that boy got like an 11-foot wingspan. So if we need to put two, three linemen on him to stop him from getting a Lamar, put a halfback on him with the linemen, we need to do that.
2: That'll take care so of somewhere. everything. <laughs> I tell
0: you what, you know what you need? You need your wide receivers to make sure that they get their short hands. Whatever, whatever they gotta spray on their gloves. Oh, that them. Whatever, whatever they gotta do. Okay, they got it. That cheating. Yes, that's <laughs> you cheating. <ever> so <laughs> you
2: gotta cheat when you pray. hundred percent. cheating. You, 100% you, ever, you
1: have never seen the team. Yeah, you got Miles Garrett. Coming that's off cheating, that right head. there. I don't mean
2: nothing. I don't mean nothing bro. It's it's cheating. They got the you never seen the, never see the it,
1: replacements bro. where they gave the guy that glue? <laughs> <laughs> he his hands together. He can't. Separate.
2: Yeah,
0: that's that. That's that's what oh, Okay, that's what they need to have on their gloves because they can't play around. But we're also uh, playing
1: the M T Bank, man.
0: Yeah, because you so, are not playing part a part regular defense. You're playing a defense. No, you're not. That's going to give you very little. So everything that they give you, you have to take. And if you start making your own mistakes, then you might as well go back to the locker room. Justin. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. I've said that Cleveland's probably the team that drops out of the wild card race on this. Um, If Cleveland turns around and actually beats Baltimore,
2: Whoa, whoa 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 listen hey listen man hey watson is still there yeah
0: watson's there like watson this is not is
2: no this only is there. last time this is not last time he's still is a has game.
0: he's got some weapons if they were to turn around and beat baltimore which i think is highly unlikely
1: but okay. if they did that it's possible Oh, so we're uh, we're speaking in hypotheticals, okay? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay, if if they actually did that,
0: Justin, if they do that, are they a shoe in for the wild card?
2: I believe so, I and mean, I'll tell I'll tell you why. You know, I you know, as we said last week, my pick to drop out of the wild card spot would be the Steelers. But uh, <clears throat> I look at it as this is a chess match. This 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 definitely has to be a chess match. It's not just no average shootout. But this is not a a run, ground and pound kind of game. This is a chess match. You got to play this game. You got to play football. You got to manage the clock. But the way I look at it is if Cleveland was to win, I think it'll put the league on notice. It'll basically, I I look at it as it will show that Baltimore's beatable. That's how I look at it. I look at it. It will tell the other teams they can be beat even if they're playing the best football in the league right now. And I look at Baltimore. I do look at Baltimore to win this game, not by much because I think they yeah, I do believe they have a better offense than the the Cleveland does. I believe the defenses are about the same in my in my book even without the Miles Garrett factor on uh the Baltimore side of the – uh, give you that because ball. Baltimore needs
0: uh, the 15 foot reach. reach. You know, yeah.
2: Teams. Yeah, Cause so uh, without the Miles Garrett, without the Miles Garrett factor on the Baltimore side of the ball, but Baltimore definitely's defense is definitely tick for tack with them. They right there with him. so I look at that, but I feel like if you take Miles Garrett off the Cleveland defense, his defense is not the same. And I tell, hey, well, tell you, I tell you, I tell you that right there.
1: Let me run so, this down by you guys real quick. So, this is what Cleveland's got left. They got the Ravens, which we didn't know, Steelers, Broncos, Rams, Jags, Bears, Texans, Jets, Bengals. Doesn't that sound like they can sneak in at the end? Like they could be well, number seven.
2: I- I believe they are. I
1: already said it. I, I think the seals are going to drop. And I think uh Cleveland's going to go all the way through. I think they could sneak in at the end. At the end. of At the end. And then maybe I think the Bengals might slip in somewhere. That game was – that game is going to be a really fun game to watch. But then I think they're going to – I think Cleveland and the Bengals both make it. I really do. I think the Bengals – are going to get really hot
0: because I think out of the three wildcard teams that are there, the Bengals are the best of the three. And I Mm -hmm. think they're going to have the better record head-to-head against the other teams. The reason I bring up Cleveland and uh, the Steelers is because of those head-to-head losses that I think they're going to get with the Bengals and each other. Teams like the Jets could slip the by them.
2: The Bills.
0: And the Bills. Well, the Bills are, if you look at the rest of their schedule, there's no reason why the Bills don't end up at 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. So if they're not at 10 and 7, then they've screwed up. So based off of that, they should be the number five pick. They should be that fifth team. Bengals should be right around there with the six. So it's seven and eight that we're talking about here. The Jets can be one of those teams. Um, The Chargers still can be one of those teams. But you've got to win a couple of games that people have earmarked for you to lose. And I think
1: that's where we're going to stand. So what about this? Now, I think the Steelers lose. The rest of their divisional games. That's just me talking. But this is their schedule. Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. I think they can lose that Seahawks game. And that's where they're going to lose out.
2: They do that Seahawks game, dude. The Steelers
1: what? suck. I mean, yeah,
2: the suck, bro.
1: But the Steelers are what right now? Their quarterback they're at- is
2: trash. Those They're sitting at 5-3 right about. now. Some of those games
0: that should be way closer, like these should, at the beginning of the season, if you'd have told me New England Steelers, that's a no-brainer. Steelers, that's not a no-brainer right now. That's how much they suck. Yeah. That's not a no-brainer. New England can win that game. It's a winnable game for Belichick. Every game Man. is suspect for the Steelers right now
2: because they and suck. I yeah, and I told y'all, I said they're five and three, and it's not because of the players, it's because who coached them. That's why they're five and three. Yeah. They're lucky, you're coach. coach. They're a lucky five and three, and they have a
0: quarterback who shouldn't be a quarterback. They've got a wide receiver who nobody's throwing on the ball.
1: If Mo hears this, he is gonna love that comment. They got a quarterback who shouldn't be a quarterback. <laughs>
0: Okay, Zach Moser can go over there and actually win games. I
2: don't
0: know. I don't know. You know what I mean? You started. Comes to the- See, I'm not worried about the Steelers. Steelers are the team that get dropped out right away. Now, I could eat my words at the end of the season if they make the playoffs. But what I'm saying is that based off of the team, the games that they have to play, they're my pick to get dropped out.
1: I agree because I feel they'll drop the – they have two against the Bengals. One against, I think, what, two against Cleveland? That's two losses. No, one more against Cleveland, and I that's think Cleveland loss. wins that one. And then one against the Ravens. Another and loss. That's the only one game because the end of the season, if the Baltimore Ravens are sitting in a spot where they're like, let's say the number two seed and they can't Dude, get to the first Lamar, season, they still they beat them, down. bro.
0: The defense is tough enough to win without Lamar against them.
2: Don't mm. bring Huntley out. Huntley, better quarterback. Don't bring him out. Hey hey, Hunley, hey, hey, hey. How did
1: will go out there and win a game? Mm-hmm. Especially against not better than Lamar, okay? Bro, no, we <laughs> so better we than got. Lamar, bro. Come on, chill out. Yo, you oh,
2: yeah, But you know what? Now that
0: we've talked about these games, let's get into something that Justin was asking me about. He calls me up and yeah, says, man. hey, man, I want to do something. I said, what you want to do? He says, I need some awards. I said, what awards? What you talking about? He said, I need some mid-season awards. I need some mid-season awards. Say less. I said, say less. I said, you know what? I said, then it's all you, buddy. You tell me what you need. So presented this week, week 10, half the way through the season. Justin, talk to me about your mid-season awards. All right.
2: We're going in the order I sent
0: you? No, we're going to start right away. Ready for the first one?
2: Let me hear the first
0: one. Offensive rookie of the year.
2: Oh, this is this is a no brainer. Offensive rookie, you know you gave it C.J. Stroud, man. He's, he that's this kid's balling, bro. You know, he, for a young quarterback to come in the way he's coming in, breaking records, nobody expected this from him. When I tell you that he he alone is carrying the Houston on his back, and he's climbing mountains, he climbing mountains. You get this man the offensive rookie of the year, man. There's no there's no competition. I don't care who it is. Man. That's a no-brainer
0: right there. And he's been looking good doing it too.
2: Amazing, looking amazing doing it. Hey, Corey, do you have any mm-hmm. You have
0: any you think should be offensive rookie of the year? So no Bryce Young? You. Nothing?
1: No. CJ no. Stroud is street CJ Stroud for it's being what the number 2 pick special. for being in a Houston team that that once upon a time was a joke then they got Schwab then they got Watson made them a little better went back to being a joke and now they got Stroud this kid's alright by me by my book and they have no run game and this guy is throwing that rock
0: mm-hmm. he, not scared he is somebody though. special mm-hmm. I, think we got, I think this is a rare talent that we're going to see for, for, for years to come Justin you ready for your
2: next me the next one Defensive rookie of the year, man. Y'all know how to go, my boy, Devon Witherspoon, bro. Listen, defensive. When you go defensive player of the year, rookie defensive player of the year, it's a toss up, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Jalen Carter from the Eagles is playing great ball. I was gonna mention him. Now, yeah, Jalen Carter is playing great ball, but but Devon Witherspoon alone, him, Tariq Willen, and I forget the th- I forget the third card. His name is slipping to my tongue over there. I can't remember his third cornerback over there. But granted, the Seahawks secondary has completely changed. You can't throw the ball on these guys, man. The only way you beat them is by running the ball. You got to get to the second level. You can't throw the ball on these guys. These guys, them three alone, they're starting the Legion of Doom again. Clip me on that. The Legion Hmm. of Doom 2.0. Legion of
1: Doom. It was the Legion
2: nah, of Doom. Oh yeah, Legion of Doom. But now nah, we call it the <laughs> Legion of Doom. Restless. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was around way before you were alive. <laughs> okay. right, we going to come. We gotta to <laughs> Show my home age, home. right,
0: Corey? I know, right. We're not showing our age We're talking about the Legion of Doom. What? you team, team,
2: team, teams are gonna teams are gonna come into this t- against the Seahawks and be scared to throw the ball. Like they're gonna come in and run run the ball. You going to have no choice. Let the Seahawks build a a, a, a linebacker core. Just wait. It's going to happen and it is moving. It's going to happen, bro. Seahawks is looking scary defensively moving forward in the future. It's not going to happen this year. Give it give it two years. I got you.
1: Ready I for would, your next. I would, well, I would say Carter. Any
2: object, any Carter Carter's in the in in, in the in the discussion.
1: The reason I'm a why is I'm a he's on a Philly team where they have they, ha- they do have one really good corner over there right now. They just went and got a really good safety where you're talking about a Seahawks team who already had who already has two good players over there and he's fitting in. So he's not seeing those number ones, maybe not even the number two receivers, maybe you know. So for me, I would look at it that way. But he's a good pick. I
2: look at I look at Jalen as Jalen Carter is on a Super Bowl appearance team. And that the defense was already good when he got there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah he he played he played a factor in a lot of those plays, but I don't I don't see the difference between the upgrades through the year. If you want to look at progress, progress. Let's just look at progress from the draft picks. The Eagles' defense kind of kind of slipped down a little bit, while the Seahawks' defense increased. You know what I'm saying? So I, I looked you. at it like that, and that's why I was like, no, I got to give it to the Witherspoon. Willerspoon. Because it's it's a slow race. It's a slow race because there's it, not. It can go either way. It's a toss up, and I you know I'm a little biased. So that's why. I'm gonna, I'm
1: okay. To. No, I, I I don't have no problems with it. I will just give my opinion. You know, I, yeah, I think yeah, it would go you know. the other way because I think he has less help in the secondary, whereas this guy has better help. But it is what it is. So oh who's next?
2: Oh, yeah. to right? play
1: the year. <laughs> Don't even argue with me. That's Superman right there. Don't even
2: argue. Don't <laughs> even argue that. I don't even need to give a reason. I don't need to give a reason. You this man so, has single-handedly you know done it all. What's so crazy about
0: this one? You know what's crazy about this one? Is that when I pulled his picture, I said, "He's got such a nice, kind smile." And he's one of the most scariest people in the whole world. <laughs> Look I at that wig spin.
2: Look at it. I'm listen, telling listen. you, they lied. This guy right here is an unmovable force. This man will run through you, through the stadium, through the walls, and keep running. <laughs> this man right here, single-handedly, changes games. If he's not on this Browns team, this Browns team is nowhere near the playoff picture, yeah. This Browns team is not even in discussion for best defense in the league. Single-handedly is changing the defense of this team. There is no argument. There is nobody else who's even stepped up to the plate to even be in the conversation for defensive play the year other than Miles Garrett.
0: Hey,
2: Corey, can I ask you a question? Can you think of
0: any time that a defensive player has ever won the MVP?
1: Lawrence Taylor. For the league? Yeah, I
0: don't remember that.
1: Lawrence I don't Taylor. That. I, I'm shocked. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I think it was back in like '80. It was one of the Super Bowl years, I think. Maybe it would have been '86 or '90. Like yeah, probably '86. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Taylor, he won no. MVP of the league.
0: Yeah. So is it possible that Miles I'll Garrett could that. be in the no the talks for the MVP this year? No. I mean, hey, without Miles Garrett, are we even talking about Cleveland?
2: No. No. That's exactly why he's there. Keep that in mind. Exactly why he's there.
1: I just wanted to say something that I watched today because you mentioned this. So, Daniel Cormier, UFC fighter, ex-UFC fighter. Love him. Two different champions. Love the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great guy. So, he was talking about, like, I saw an interview where they were like, he was like, somebody asked him, Who are two guys you wouldn't want to fight? And then he was like, well, he explained Aaron Donald and why. And I agree. And then the next guy was this man right here, Miles Garrett, who actually trains with Stipe Mayotic, who is a former LUSC heavyweight champion. So I have nothing to say on this pick. This is absolutely right. This is spot on. Miles Garrett. Miles well,
2: Garrett right. is is definitely the defensive He's player. Of the year. Justin's
1: next. He won it in '86.
2: Now, offensive player of the year, I think, is no discussion as well. It's going to be Tyreek Hill this year. The reason why I say it, this man literally is what is doing everything on his own. Without Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins are not in the conversation, uh, of even being in the Super. In the in people, a lot of people have the Dolphins as a Super Bowl pick. I don't because you know how I feel about the Dolphins, but you can't deny what he's doing. He's on pace to break the single season record of uh, receiving yards. He's on pace to break every record there is. And he's just, without Tyreek Hill on your team, this team, the Dolphins is not relevant. And I look at it like that. Tyreek Hill has just been balling completely. Like I know he came in the season saying he was going to be the, the receiving leader. And guess what? He's backing up every word he's saying. This man's getting open when need when needed. He's out running you, and he's out working. So, Tyreek Hill is is definitely offensive rookie. Uh, offensive player of the year in my my opinion. Yeah, I have no
1: argument with you on this one. I, I have no argument with that. The next to me next would be CMC. Um, I think he helps yeah. keep that team afloat, but his numbers do not look like. You know what it is
2: is that CMC will definitely be in the conversation, but because of the three losses that they just took. Yeah, and him being a a factor of in and out, and him being hurt as well, Tyreek Hill is a no brainer in my opinion.
1: Yeah, Tyreek Hill is a no brainer. The numbers he already has right now is like that's somebody's. It's season. ridiculous.
2: It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, somebody's season exactly. You took him,
1: and we're only halfway done. But LT did win that uh, MVP in '86, just so you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Keep that in mind. All right now. And leading up to MVP, Justin, your MVP in nomination
2: is Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson, and I'm going to tell you why. The reason, it's not his stat line. It's not the reason why he's MVP. The reason why he's MVP is because the the Ravens right now are the best team in the lead, in my opinion. They are playing the best football, and they're doing it with Lamar Jackson putting up average numbers. Lamar Jackson's not putting up stupid numbers, but... He's winning games. And he's doing it well. He's leading the team. His, team's, his team is playing, but he can be a factor if needed. I look at the Ray. I look at Lamar Jackson is the MVP in my opinion. Now you can argue this. You can definitely say it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts because he has he's playing a great. His team is doing really well. There's a lot of people saying he has the yardage, but he's throwing too much picks in my opinion. I think Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, is the MVP of the league. I, as of right now
1: half through the season i'm shocked you said that i, I really I, am I, and you I, guys I give, I, purple i um, get i get
2: flowers i almost flowers too, purple you know for
1: you today <laughs> <laughs> um i can see what you're saying but i did see his mvp numbers when he had his mvp season his stat line was crazy it, it <laughs> but can i tell you
0: something corey it's funny mm. you said that. I was talking about that earlier today with someone. Um, that 2019 season, that they won the 14 games, yeah. and he won MVP. I personally think this particular team is better. Yeah. yeah this year's is. team
1: would, is a better team. Their defense is phenomenal the defense this is year. defense is way better. I think he's matured. Uh, yeah, he's, he's matured completely a as a passer. I, I guess the but see, here's the thing with that year compared to this year, he threw for three thousand or four thousand yards, had like thirty six touchdowns, maybe nine ints or something, but he also rushed for over a thousand yards that year and had touchdowns. This year, his numbers don't look that great. And this is me as a Ravens fan. I love, the, I love what he's doing for the for for the team. But when you talk MVP, you're talking somebody who, an individual, the, this one individual is the reason why the team is winning games. The Ravens are winning games because of everybody. It's a collective yeah. effort. That's what wins a Super Bowl.
2: Well, give me your choice, who Who, do you think should have been Yeah, that's the next thing I was going to say. Who who do you think should be the MVP, in your opinion?
1: If you go on MVP like that, it's either Tyreek Hill or, I hate to say, Pat Mahomes. I can't say Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts' numbers don't look that great with the way they've been playing. I would argue
0: all the way up until the end of the show. Because there's no way in hell that you that I would put Jalen Hurts in there. Last year, yeah. This year, yes. No. Last year, yes. Hell no. Well, but, the last thing about, but the reason I about Lamar is because Lamar is leading this team. Lamar is facing exactly. adversities that he should not have to face on the offensive side. I hear what you're saying about the defense being better, and it's a team effort. But this guy lost his running back. He's doing a committee of whoever can run the ball. Next week, I hear that you're the running back that they're throwing out there, but it doesn't matter. He's still going to win the game anyway, because he's because he's learned how to win with what you've given him. His wide receivers don't Man. want to catch the ball. We're and and that's exactly why.
2: That's I'll exactly run. Why I'll, I'll do whatever I gotta do.
0: I don't have to have three thousand yards. I don't have to run. Run for a 1,000. I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. And when you adopt that attitude of whatever I have to do to win instead of whatever I have to do to win an MVP, that's when I become a fan. Because it it's the difference from um, a guy playing for stats or a guy playing for the win.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
1: but MVP... Is isn't
0: without this man on that team. Where like are uh, they right now? We don't know. We can't I really can tell you right now. Without him you on me, team- wait, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You telling I'm me say- right now, mm-hmm. if Tyler Huntley is your is your starting quarterback right now, you're the best team in the league in your opinion?
1: I think we're even right at that at this point. Even no, like we're <laughs> like even. No, no, no. With we're Jets, even yeah. as a as a record. Our record's even. Um so you're what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're even. We're five hundred. So what I'm saying straight, is
0: You're even with, with the Jets then. You're you're back
1: on the Jets level. When when you put the words MVP out there, you gotta look at the history of all the other MVPs that have come through. Sir,
0: so I don't think you realize when you have something that's in front of you that's running really well. I know you're no, a Baltimore no, no, no. fan, and I know you love this team. Hear me out when I say this, right? You don't want to overcompensate because you're a Baltimore fan. You don't want to admit when you actually have something good happening for you right now. The dude is playing his heart out. I said it.
2: He's playing the best ball this. He's playing the best I'm not ball out there. He's
0: an MVP That's... candidate, and probably everybody's choice to win it this year. For the midseason, mind it. you, there's a whole half a season left. I'm just talking about right now. On top of that, um, the Baltimore is an elite team. And if the season were to end right now, the odds are in favor to win it. When he won the MVP back in 2019 and they won 14 games, he got knocked out in week one of the playoffs. They were not a good team. This is a better team that they have. I don't want to spend a whole day on this one, but I... Commend you, Justin. I think you've picked great picks.
2: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate
0: it. So, gentlemen, that's going to get me right over to the sit starts. Okay, um, it's one of my favorite parts of the game. I'm a lead. I'm gonna start out with you, Corey. Okay. okay? Yeah,
1: let's let's make this happen. <laughs> Saquon, <laughs> uh, you boy. They cannot give this man the ball. Five hundred times against the Dallas Cowboy defense. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboy defense is still a top-ranked right right. defense. They are very dangerous, and they are going to beat him up if he gets in there. They're ranked Dallas defense. Uh, there, I think they're ranked number three right now. Yeah, you don't do it. Don't do it. Fake an injury. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best <laughs> thing I see. Fake an injury. <laughs> don't do it to yourself because you don't have your quarterback. You don't have your offensive weapon in Darren Waller. Don't do it. Your line shot. Don't don't do it. Just just Tommy, sit him down. Tell me
2: the Beto, man. starting. DeVito. DeVito. DeVito.
1: not against starting, that team. Dallas defense that came. That Dallas defense wasn't bad last week. They played Philly. Bad. They were very good. They, they weren't were bad amazing. last week. They and they've been looking better and better every week. Yeah. So it's about to be a confidence
2: it. booster. They've been to build yeah. confidence off They're shit. coming out
1: angry. This is another divisional game, and they just lost one. They win in this one. Dallas coming in to make a statement. don't do it. Mixon, like I said before, Chase dealing with the back. Higgins, he's out. They're gonna have to lean on somebody. Mixon has more experience, more big game play than Tyler Boyd and Irv Smith Jr. Joe Burrow is going to be looking on him on checkdowns. They're going to be trying to control the clock. This guy, I think he's going to have a really, really, really good game.
2: Lean on me. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you're not strong, strong,
1: and I'll, I'll be, be your friend. Uh, okay to easy you. now, easy hey, now. Gonna you. Be
0: able to off. <laughs> That's going to lead me to Justin. Actually, I think we got Mo in there. I think I threw Mo in there. Let me see. No, it is Justin. Hey man, you sitting with Monte Adams,
2: <laughs> man? I told you I told y'all. He not doing nothing this week, man. Listen, Sauce Gardner and, and and Reed DJ Reed finna sit there on him like this. What you gonna do, man? What, what? You ain't going nowhere. You staying right here with me. I he, no... he not look at look at him. He looks scared already. Look at him. Look at look at you. See
1: Garrett's been trying to trade him. Bro, yeah, he he.
2: No, he Garrett, sent me like three
0: trades. He reached out to me. He wants C.D. Lamb from me. Okay, of all players that I definitely am not giving up is C.D. Lamb, and he he offered me Devontae
2: and and Gus, Gus, Gus Edwards. Edwards and Gus Edwards. Yeah, I already knew it because he sent me the same trade for J- Jamar Chase, and then he sent me the exact same trade for A.J. Brown. He said, "Just pick one, bro. Just
0: pick one for A.J. Yeah,
2: Brown. get out of here, get out of here.
0: Good luck. All right,
2: yeah, sit the balls in. Oh yeah." Hold on. You start Geno Smith, man. Listen, listen. He's gonna have a bounce back week this week. Right? That's why we he's have it. He's, yeah, he's going against. He's going against. He's going. He's going against Commanders this week, right? Commanders is hurting, right? I'm the, the the D line. They just got rid of the whole D line. There's a whole bunch of backups there. <laughs> you know, see people who don't matter. Not wrong. Guess what? They not. They not getting to him. They not getting to this week, which means he finna air it out. You know what I mean? He finna air it out. To, you better start start Geno because he he finna go crazy. You know what I'm telling you, you gonna have four, like four, five touchdowns, and I, and I'm finna come back next week and be like, I told you so. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, four, five, because you gonna have time now because there's a bunch of backups on that D line. You know what I'm saying? They just got rid of everybody, so they finna, nice. they finna double uh, Allen over there. And guess That's what? A little brazy. I'm telling you, hey, start Geno Smith. Mark my words, I wasn't wrong last week, and I'm not gonna be wrong this week. I got you.
0: You were Bro's wrong last here, week. but Bro's sent me his picks. So let me speak for him. Mo said to sit the entire <laughs> giant defense. He said Dallas is gonna blow him up. This is, you know, and I think he's right. He said, sit the Dallas D. Do not let them on, you know, just just go ahead and just put the just put the forfeit. All right, because Dallas is gonna d- just destroy them. And he said to start golf interesting mm-hmm. for me because I know he's never been a big golf fan but that means he at least notices that that Detroit Yo, his it. face <laughs> I'm telling you, you look like it on to, a to see him right now making that face like I hate saying golf is going to win <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean we all said the same thing we see the same thing golf's going to win and I think he's going to have a good game yeah you know he he's again, researched that's my his first career.
0: comeback player of the year,
1: and I I, I I can see that. I definitely can see your that that's your choice, but I still got to go with Duck because what the first eight games or seven games he was on Arizona with nothing. You know Mo would
0: be making that face right now if you said that again. Yeah. All right, so now to me, sit Kyler Murray. He's coming back. Put him on the bench. Because he you know why? We
2: started.
0: Who are they playing? Does it matter?
2: Yeah. It don't really matter. It don't really
0: matter. Um, Let's see right now. Look. They're playing Atlanta.
1: Ooh. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates gets a pick. Jesse Bates gets a pick. Jesse no. Bates gets uh, a pick. Jesse Bates. Uh, I mean, it, Jesse Bates. And his defense uh, here. Let me take a look. You know what? Sit him. Don't even play him. I think that's a good choice because there defenses.
0: Start deck. Dak's got this resurgence. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's like, you know, he just played a great game last week and lost. He's upset. He's going to come in with a bounce back. He's going to play a wonderful game because it's like, remember the first time that they played him, it was 40 to zip. Keep that in mind. Mm.
2: Yeah, I like my one because of
1: that. Keep I that mean, in mind. Kyler Murray's going to face the number six defense right now. Atlanta's defense is ranked that high. I don't know. Yeah, no. Hey, move on, move on,
2: bro. You about to get started about Jesse Bates. Here. Yeah, he's going to talk about man. Jesse Bates. Let's go. No, you, no. you see it his face. You see his face. I was going to say It's going to be a little bit rough.
0: Practice. We're going to move forward. Prize Picks, for those who don't know, is an app that allows you to bet on parlays of two to six players. The more players that you pick based off of their stats, the more you win on the multiplier. So the gentleman and I, we've all made our picks and we're going to give you some advice here. We're going to start with Corey.
1: Look, Derek Henry's had two touchdowns in the last three games. And I mean, he's going against, he's going against who Tampa, Tampa couldn't Tampa couldn't play any defense against the Texans last week. He's scoring a tutty, and like I said, Mixon too. Mixon's going to be a workhorse for this team this week coming up against the Texans. Yeah, he's scoring some points, and he's on my fantasy team. Start him, Pittman Jr. Pittman's been averaging at least sixty, what sixty five point eight yards a game. So sixty six point five isn't unrealistic. I think he's going to get the over. Um, he's looked good all season. They're going against New England. I don't really see any defensive backs who can stop him. And New England gives up about 235 yards in the air. Pittman's going to get the ball. That's easy.
0: All
2: right. And that's it.
0: We're going to go to Justin now.
2: All right, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson, more than 200 passing yards. I look at it like this. Ooh. Like I said before, he's going to find the loopholes in the Cleveland defense. He's going. He's going to have to scramble, but he's elevated as a pass like you said. He's not going to run the ball, like we said. He will. He would rather sit in the pocket and play run around to find the open receivers and take off. And I like that about him. you know what I'm saying MVP of the season, in my opinion. Take take the over, Alvin Kamara, more than thirty three point five receiving yards. Right. So more than thirty four. He's going against Minnesota. Like I said, I call. I like Mister Checkdown because of Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? So, Mr. Checkdown, he's gonna get these little screen passes. He's gonna catch him. He's gonna catch his little wheel routes. I take the over. Now, Travis Etienne, like I said before, Jacksonville wanna win this game. They gotta stay on the field. Offense gotta stay on the field, which means you need to run the ball manage the clock. I see Travis Etienne punching one in, nice and early against that San Fran defense. Take the over.
0: Hmm, interesting. You'd make Mo very proud right now. And then it leads me to mine. I got. Um, Jared Goff, he, um, I believe in him. I think they're going to win big. So for two TDs, no big deal for me. I'll jump on that. Lamar, another two TDs. And any type of way, he can do it, pass, rush, receiving. That one's even easier for me. Because I think he'll rush for one and pass for one. So there goes that. And C.D. Lamb, more than six receptions. Oh yeah, the Giants. Dak's gonna be thrown to his number one receiver. That's CD. I thought he was the number yeah. two. He's
1: the number he two, the number remember. one. Trust
0: me when I tell you. I thought. No,
2: I thought
1: he was the number, number
0: two. two. He's definitely a number yeah. one. Trust when I tell you. Trust when I tell you. He he certainly looked like a number one when he made AJ look bad last week, didn't he? So, with that said, pick those teams and go with that flow. So back to normal gentlemen. I just want to thank you all for coming for another another episode and another Appreciate week. Appreciate it. Okay. Looking forward to see where we did it wrong on, on the recap show. Looking forward <laughs> to Mo coming back to uh trash us all and tell us where we did wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he's gonna have every other pick. Like anything that we go, we we went with the two wins. That's gonna be. His you guys pick. all went for that. I am gonna went
0: this way. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, your closing statements, gentlemen. I'll start with you, Justin.
2: Yeah, man. Like, comment, subscribe from, uh, from the Hit Podcast. We here every every Wednesday and every Saturday. Constantly uploading. Getting you guys, this contact. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and we're on YouTube. Check us out, man. Share. Sure. Let everybody know about us. Let everybody know about us, man. We here every week, giving you content, of biased opinions, and our personal and our personal thoughts, man. So just keep it from the hip, man.
1: Mr. Corey. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you once again. Go Baltimore Ravens. We win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I just want to say thank you to you guys for making this possible. It's fun. This is this is a dream come true, man.
0: Okay, don't Can't make go wrong with this. Nah, yeah,
1: and Mo, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you. You know, hope everybody gets better. Got so, it. Prayers out for you. And everyone, thank you for
0: watching the show. And um as always, until next time, let's keep it football and let's keep it from the hip. Goodbye, everyone.